and welcome back to Prompt Up Kicks. This is the podcast where Chris and I talk about a whole lot of songs on a playlist that we chose together. This episode is going to be focused around what is our favourite song off of a movie soundtrack. Kicking it off, wait, favourite song from a movie soundtrack? Yes. So many to choose from? There are so many to choose from. Too many to choose from. There are a lot of movies and a lot of songs that go along with those movies. And to say like one in particular is your favourite was very hard. So hard that I did in fact do it. You didn't? No. <laughs> what do you mean? When given this prompt, like, okay, so I do like the song that I've chosen, but in, after thinking for a while, it isn't necessarily my favourite. I'm with you on that boat as well. I think I panicked. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the fact that I wrote the list of prompts to choose these songs on the playlist, I didn't think through what the actual answers would come of those questions that I'm asking, like us. So the song that I chose myself was like a panic song as well. I wouldn't say mine was a panic. It was more so just like... I. Couldn't be bothered thinking. <laughs> but I, like, you know, I did think, just not hard enough. Okay, so then what is the song that you think you didn't think hard enough about? Um, Redbone, Come and Get Your Love, from the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. a bit of a Marvel fan here. Mm, Marvelous. Am I right? No, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so what made you choose Redbone? No, that's not the song. I'm thinking Redbone by Childish Gambino. No, fair enough. The artist Redbone, Come and Get Your Love's the song. Yes. Like when you just said movie soundtrack, that was the first like movie soundtrack that came to mind because Mm -hmm. it's one that I'd recently like bought and downloaded on Apple Music. Recently? Well, wait, recently, like within the past year. Year? The movie's been out since, like, 2014, hasn't it? I know. I haven't watched... I didn't watch it until 2019 <laughs> okay. when Endgame came out. And I'm like, oh, I should probably, like, catch up on all this. Were you ever into the Marvel movies like that? No. Nah. Neither was I. Well, not like that. Like, I saw Endgame and thought, this is cool. Maybe I'll spend more time watching the other ones, but... Wait, so did you watch Endgame before you watched the other ones? Yeah, I watched Endgame before I watched Infinity War because my cousin invited me and I didn't want to say no. Okay, that's fair enough. I can understand that. I was one of those people... I still am kind of one of those people, I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people who hate on Marvel because it's fun to hate on them and everything that they do in their movies is so stupid. And, like, Marvel is a Disney product, Mm. so therefore they have the best writers, the best minds behind them. Like, they have the money to hire those types of people. So I think half of the stuff that they do is just so... I don't want to... I want to say, like, pandering to fans... Just feeding into what the audience wants. Yeah, like so, like Star a lot Wars. Of, yeah, a lot of fan service. I feel like comes from Marvel, and there's so many things that people are like, "Oh my god, that's that's that one character from that one comic book," and therefore they're now in the movies, and now they're canon, and now we can buy more merchandise with that one character on it. Money, 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 money. Exactly. Like whenever I think of the Marvel movies, I just think they're so. I'm a hater. I think that they're so dumb, and I, I don't love people who love marvel movies Mm. that's probably the hottest take the hottest cold take that i've ever made you served it up nice and raw too yeah i'm really sorry but that being said sorry to get back on track what i mean is that i have seen pretty much all of the marvel movies oh wow (laughs) i know i know that it sounds stupid to say that i don't like them so much hypocrite but but it's because i believe that you need to know what you are criticizing 
before you criticize it. Yeah, I think Green Day said, like, know your enemy or something. Exactly. Like, sorry, reaching back to come and get your love. Yeah. And the fact that you've only just listened to it, even though it has been a, on a soundtrack of a movie that's been out since oh, 2014. It gets better. The um, first time I heard it, mm-hmm. like, wasn't because of Guardians of the Galaxy. I was at Kick-Ons. And so someone else had put it on? Someone put that on. And I'm like, hmm, this is a really pretty song. What is it? <laughs> and they were like, oh, what, you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, cred? Yes. Oh. Yes, because yeah. they had this soundtrack on shuffle. to you like it is a pretty good soundtrack like we would sell it at work and we would just play it therefore in work all the time and i would like just bop along to it because it's just nice like 70s music easy listening exactly it is like yeah i downloaded it and often i'd just put it on and just vibe just vibe to it like do like chores to it it does feel like a pretty good it's like a very happy song i would say yeah like the soundtrack in itself and then come and get your love especially but let's talk about the scene mm-hmm. that it's used in. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, isn't that song played in the opening scene? Yeah, the opening scene where we're introduced to Chris Pratt's character. Mm-hmm. Well, like you see him before the song starts, but like he fully like he takes off his mask and you actually see like Star Lord. Actually, see the Star Lord. Yeah. The the uh, second hottest Chris I know. It's just Chris Pratt with his headphones in, like dancing around. Mm-hmm. To um, Redbone, like, kicking these small, poor alien creatures. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's also an interesting use of, like, I guess, diegetic sound. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. It's <laughs> okay. Um, but, dude, for, for our listeners' sake, do explain what it is. It's only for the listeners' sakes. It's because you already know what diegetic oh, yeah, sound I'm is. Just plain dumb. Yeah. Um, so, basically, diegetic sound and non-diegetic sound in movies will refer to stuff... Like, non-diegetic sound is sounds that, say, the character wouldn't be actually aware of. So, say, an orchestra symphony in the background of a scene that is overplaying the scene, the character itself is not supposed to be aware of that by a diegetic sound yeah would be like an alarm clock going off or a song playing in a club that all the characters are in so in this scene chris pratt's got his headphones in so he's fully aware that this song is playing yeah but it's also a mix of until you start seeing the character with headphones in that's when you realize that it's a diegetic sound well also back to him kicking these like aliens or whatever you want to call them yeah he also picks one up and uses it as a microphone to sing along (laughs) I just watched the scene then to, like, make myself, like, you know, accustomed to it, reference it. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, grabs one and starts, like, using it as a microphone. I'm like, that's really funny. If we were better people, we would have done our homework and we would have also prepared ourselves for this episode by watching the movie and then also listening to the songs for the movie. But we just didn't have time. That's not the word. Like, you know, we, we did our homework. We just did it at the last minute and then the dog ate it before we brought it in. We did our homework and then we still managed to get like a 70%. And then we realized that we didn't have to actually properly work and study for anything in our lives. We thought that we could get away with doing it last minute all the time. Just got told I was special too many times. Oh, uh, yeah. Too true. Yeah, that just took it. <laughs> <laughs> Just took on a somber note. Let's yeah, move on from yeah. that. Yeah. Any other yeah. notes? No, just, I want to just finish with, like, yeah, it's a great song. Not my favourite, but still, like, you know, highly recommend it. Mm. Would you recommend 
the movie? Would you recommend Guardians of the Galaxy? One and two, for sure. And Mm -hmm. I... When I was doing my research before, I saw there's a number three scheduled for 2023. 2023 is creeping up on us. So before we know it, we'll blink and that'll be on Disney+. Plus. Moving forward? Moving forward. Your favourite song from a movie soundtrack. Yes. What is it? <laughs> um, so the favourite song that I chose from my movie soundtrack is something that I regret choosing. It was... Straight up. <laughs> it was from the movie... Mamma Mia, Here It Goes Again, a.k.a. just Mamma Mia 2. Um, and I chose Fernando, that is sung by Cher and Andy Garcia. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? I remember long ago another starry night like this. In the firelight... I think the reason why I chose this song is because relating back to like our past episodes slipping through my fingers all the time that has just put mamma mia to the very forefront of my mind and that is like obviously like a musical movie that i know of i had the pleasure like whenever that movie came out to see it in the cinema wow yes um and i can tell you the experience of watching that movie in a cinema of just all women, middle-aged women, just mums and their daughters, and the mum is having the time of her life, like, singing the along to it. The daughters are on the phone? <laughs> the daughters are, like, into it, but, like, not as into it. Yeah. I wanted to adopt... I wanted the woman next to me to adopt me as her daughter because we were just vibing to it, you know? Yeah. It was absolutely... I went there with, like, two friends, and they were not, like, vibing to it as hard as I was. Cinema, sitting next to people, Wow. Yeah. This must be before 2020. Yeah, it was in 2019, I do believe. Yeah. But I chose Fernando out of this. Mm. Out of, like, all the songs that I could have chosen out of this movie, I chose Fernando because if you're going into that movie blind and you see a photo lineup of all the cast members that are supposed to be in this movie and you see, like, Lily James and Meryl Streep and you see fucking Cher there, you're like, oh, yeah, Cher is going to be in this movie. I can't wait to see Cher. Fernando doesn't play until, like, the very end. Like, towards the end of the movie. And that's where you see Cher make her first on-screen appearance. Yeah. And then sing this stupid song as she's, like, descending this staircase. Do you want to know what else is terrible about this movie? Okay. Meryl Streep is on on, on that poster... She's in, like, the last three minutes of the movie. I was sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for Meryl Streep to show her beautiful little weathered face. Yep. And she is only there for one song at the very end of the movie. Do you know what that's like? Sorry, like, this has nothing to do with This is, like, edging. No. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Sorry, something different. All right. It's like DJ Khaled featuring (laughs) someone. But DJ Khaled doesn't do anything. He just says his name towards the end. No, he doesn't. He says his name at the beginning. So I feel like this is the reverse of a DJ Khaled. Yeah. (laughs) This is reverse DJ Khaled. That sounds like the most horrid sex position I've ever heard of. (laughs) Reverse DJ Khaled. Did you know that he doesn't go down on a woman? Why? Because he doesn't think that that's something a king should do. Well, he should get off his phone and try it sometime. It's great. Uh, nope. My dad listens to this now. Okay, we're going to cut that out. Let's try the... No, 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 no. All right, like, so... Okay. She doesn't come in towards the end of the film, so it's like, you know, Cornetto, a little chocolate bit at the end. Yes. Yes, it is like the chocolate bit at the end. I guess... It's, Instead of it being chocolate, it's poo, because, like, you know... But at least with the Cornetto, I know that the chocolate is going to be at oh, the so end. Oh, so this is unexpected. I thought that... 
this was going to be a magical corn editor and the share was going to be at the very top of it. I thought it was going to be all covered in chocolate, but no. Share is just the chocolate little tip at the end of a canetto. Like a like a little tip too. Like, like the you, tiniest like, little tip. Like you got ripped off. Like I did yeah. get ripped off. I did find some notes about the actual song itself. So if you've listened to Fernando, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be about like two two people fighting in war and they're like, oh, we never thought that we would lose this war. Blah blah blah. There's actually three versions of this song. So there's a Swedish, an English, and a Spanish version wow. of the song. Yeah. The original Swedish version of the song is a completely different song. So it's not as if like the English is a weird translation or like the English translation took different translation meanings. It's mm-hmm. a completely different song altogether. Wow. But why? Fernando like ties them both together. Okay. So like the name Fernando. I think why is because I think Benny, I think it was. Do they sound the same? Yeah, they do have the same melody and everything like that. Just completely different lyrics. Completely different lyrics. Wow. And even like the same spots of being like, Fernando will be the same. the narrator of the song is essentially talking to this person named Fernando and is like, Fernando, you're playing your guitar so sad. Is it because someone's broken up with you? Oh, Fernando, everyone goes through breakups. That's life. Get over it. Play some happy songs on your guitar, please. I'm sick of hearing these sad songs. And that is the whole premise of the Swedish. Fernando. Really? Yes. So there's a war coming. There is no war. There's no war in the Swedish version. The war is something that has been changed and added to put into the like English version of it. And then the Spanish version is a direct translation of the English version. So they, the Spanish and the English version have two like same meanings, but the Swedish version is a completely different song altogether. <laughs> completely different lyrics altogether. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all I really have about Mamma Mia. Oh, tell me more about the actual song Fernando. Like, what does it do for you? The actual song Fernando feels... Out of context, like, not, like, without the context of Mamma Mia. Yeah. Do you like it? Like, I do, do, do you rate it as, like, one of your favourite ABBA songs? I wouldn't rate it as my, like, favourite ABBA song. Top ten. Maybe top ten. Maybe. Okay, but so it's, it's not that great. It's, like, it's just an ABBA song. Like... I feel like all ABBA songs are good, but yeah. it's not great for me. Like, for me personally, I feel like I associate this song with karaoke because it's one of those songs that my mom, who is Filipino, will absolutely love to sing on karaoke. Oh, because she, it's just, so she sings it? Of course she sings She's it. She's belted it out? Of course she belts it Far out. Far out. Because it just has really nice, like, notes and really nice melody. And it it's sounds really, pretty. It's, yeah, it's really nice to get good vibrato out of all the notes and everything like that. So, of course she will sing it on, like, karaoke. And other family members and her friends and that will love to sing this song on karaoke because it's just a classic song to sing. So that's my own personal sort of association with Fernando. So it takes a bit of sentimentality then. Yeah, it does. That's pretty neat. And then, like, to have Cher... The one and only Cher to sing it in the movie. Did you know one of the funny things about Cher actually... Okay, have you watched Mamma Mia? No. Oh, God. So, Amanda Seyfried is, like, the daughter. Yep. Her mum is Meryl Streep. Cool. 
Meryl Streep's mum is supposed to be Cher. Yeah. But in real life, there's only like a five five year age difference between so Cher and Meryl Streep. Well, it's it's just funny to think about it. Okay. Yeah. Like Cher is in like a white wig, and that's supposed to be like, oh, she's old, but she still looks hot. You gotta stop me, because otherwise I will just keep on talking about Cher. For, Do it. No, because we need to get onto your honorable mentions. What if you had actually been given proper time to think about a movie okay. and an actual yeah. soundtrack? So this is really tough because like sometimes I can't single a song out from a soundtrack. Yeah. For example, mm-hmm. the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Because mm. his like the movie spans like four decades. Yeah. So it's just like the great like great music from each of these decades. I've only just watched Forrest Gump for the first time this year. Yeah. I cannot say that I remember a single song that is on the soundtrack. Okay, the only really like okay, I remember. Oh wait, no, I do because we have recently started playing the Forrest Gump soundtrack at work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What song? I don't remember, but I know that I like the mix. Of Simon the and Garfunkel. Yes. Mrs. Robinson's one. But also um, Jimi Hendrix's cover of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower, which is probably more famous than the original, mm-hmm. is like that, that plays when they're like when Forrest is in Vietnam. Yeah. And such a Vietnam era song, I feel it just fits it perfectly. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. Uh, the only Vietnam-era song that I If I know, hear Fortunate Son, I'm walking out. Uh, you don't have to hear it. All I have to say is... My God. So is your honourable mention just that whole soundtrack, or do you have, like, a single song? Single song. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we get into the ratchet realm. Now we're cooking with fire. Yeah. Someone's left the gas on and I've just taken a naked flame to it because this shit's about to blow up. Okay, your face is going to get incinerated. You're going to have no eyebrows. 2002. So he's just released his second, no, third studio album or he's about to. Mm-hmm. It is Marshall Mavers, a.k.a. Eminem, with Lose Yourself from 8 Mile, 8 Mile Soundtrack. <laughs> this is another movie that I have not seen. Have you not seen it? I have not seen it. Sorry. Chris, you don't have to sing it. I will put the music in afterwards. Yeah, but if you had like (laughs) one shot and one opportunity to like seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or would you just let it slip? Uh, If I had one opportunity before I take that opportunity, you best believe I am eating a big bowl of my mom's spaghetti. Everyone that knows me, everyone went to school with me and a few people from university because I accidentally told them. Know that I went through an Eminem phase from like the end of year six until the end of year seven when I got bullied out of it. <laughs> I dyed my hair blonde because I'm like, I'm, I'm brunette. So after about two weeks of it being bleach blonde, you just see the black roots coming back. <laughs> it looked horrible. I had a face full of acne. I shaved my eyebrows. 
<laughs> and I was like writing freestyles in the playground, just trying to like fit the image. <laughs> so like the song Lose Yourself for me was just... It, 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 it got me from a hard time that I created for myself by being this person. <laughs> is 8 Mile something that you would watch a lot because you were so inspired by Eminem? Yeah, so when I was in that phase, I'd watch it probably like once a month. That's not... Oh, uh, wait, no, that is kind of often. For a two-hour movie? Yeah, that is pretty often. Yeah, like Eminem for me was a huge influence during my early high school years. Yeah. Oh, Chris has tried to show me some Eminem because I didn't really get into it when I was younger into eat into eminem when i was younger so he tried to show me that music video what is it stan the one with dido and the actor that plays stan's called devon sour he is not really known but he's also in final destination oh that's crazy i've never heard of him since did he die on set of final destination maybe yes maybe no (laughs) moving moving on i'll never tell (laughs) but yeah the worst thing about trying to listen to Stan is that half of the song is completely censored when you're watching the music video on YouTube. So if you are going into it blind and you don't know what the story of the song is actually supposed to be, you will never know what the story is supposed to actually be because stuff just happens on screen and do do it's not cold, I'm wondering what. No, not even that. You don't hear Dido. It's supposed to be the part where they're oh, rapping. Yeah, and yeah. it's all just just all musical and a car is driving off a cliff and then there's policemen and just boom boom and a whatever That's all you hear. It's That's like, all you hear. It's like getting a government document in which we like redacted, redacted, Red- redacting redacted. everything out of the song. I could not understand what was happening. Chris had to fill me in on what the story was supposed to be. Because like, you know, I used to wrap this stuff in my room every day. This, the lyrics are muscle memory. I could have just filled in the blanks for April. It was no worries. <laughs> Lose Yourself. Great song. Do yourself a favor and listen to it. Like it might make you want to go for a run. It might make you want to dye your hair blonde. It's a really, it's a mixed bag. It might make you just want to wear a beanie. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, when I was Eminem, it was December, and we went on a school excursion, (laughs) and I rock up in a fucking hoodie, trackies, and a beanie with a D12 shirt. (laughs) What shoes were you wearing? No, just these big white Nikes. Oh, I was hoping it would be, like, Etnies. No, white Nikes is what Eminem would have wore. Oh, sorry. Eminem isn't down with the Etnies? Well, he's across the other M&Etnies? side of the ocean. No. Eminetnies? Eminetnies, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Who needs friends when you got Eminetnies? <laughs> All right, so your honourable mention, you said you didn't like your choice. Yeah. So as soon as I had made my choice and given the phone back to you so that you could make your next choice. Instant regret? Instant regret. Because, because a whole bunch of other movies that... One, I love a whole lot more than Mamma Mia. Yep. Cinematically are better than Mamma Mia. Have better music chosen for them than Mamma Mia do. Just came flooding to my mind. But do any of those have share in it? No. Well, there you go, ladies <sighs> and gentlemen. Damn it. Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm going to have to stick with my first choice of no, Mamma No. Okay. The honorable, honorable mention will be like Caravan or something. No, not even Caravan. From the movie Whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> There's either the proper song Whiplash by Don Levy, which they have taken, obviously, that's like the titular song. Yeah. And they play like a one minute 30 clip of that or like condensed version of that in the movie. But like the full proper like four or five minute version of that is amazing. And mm-hmm. I love it. It's just 
it's jazz, I guess. So that is my honorable honorable mention, but my actual honorable mention Ooh. is Baby Driver, which is a movie that I immensely love more. Have we got the vinyl to the I, soundtrack? I do. I have bought... I thought I saw it. Yeah, I have bought the soundtrack on vinyl. The cover of it does feature Kevin Spacey. Right, Rob? Yikes. Big pedophile alert. Oh, my God. But I think the, the song that I chose from that is the song called Neat 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 by The Damned. Um, so it is like a pretty fun like punk song, I would yeah. say. Um, and I really like the use of the song in the movie because it, have you, have you seen Baby Driver? No, I haven't. Okay. Whoopsies. Just explain the scene because I'm sure other listeners have. The, if you haven't seen the, if you haven't seen any of these movies, I'm sorry, big spoilies, whoopsies. I care. <laughs> but in the scene itself, um, it's probably like the second heist that Baby is like driving for within the movie itself. Probably yeah. not the second heist that he's ever driven ever. Just but the, the one second, in the film. Yeah, like the second heist that he's driven in the thing, and I feel like that's where his autism starts showing because they're about to like jump out of the car and he's like wait i gotta restart this song and he like goes back to the beginning of this song so yeah. they can do whatever actions they're doing in real time or whatever and i think this song itself feels really chaotic chaotic yeah the song like it's a punk song so it feels chaotic and fast paced okay so when you say punk do you mean like proper punk or like pop punk not pop punk. Okay, so it's like kind of like It feels hardcore. like not, not hardcore, but like it feels punk. So like the lyrics themselves in the verses, they say like, a distant man can't sympathize. He can't uphold his distant laws. Due to form on that day, I got a feeling that I hear this call. And in the scene itself, you see Baby, the titular character. Baby driver, yeah. Yeah. He, as, as the other people are trying to perform the heist, he will pull his car forward so he doesn't actually have to see any of the violence that they are taking out on guards so that they can steal money from them or whatever. Okay. So he pulls his car forward so he doesn't have to see it. Out of mind, out of sight. Exactly. And he's listening to the song. So I feel like the song itself saying, like, a, a distant man can't sympathise. Like, he's distancing He's, he's from distancing himself from the situation so he cannot sympathise Exactly. With the and then, like, the second verse of it is, like, no, no crime if there ain't no law, no cops left to mess around. Oh. Oh, pretty punk. Those are pretty oh punk God. lyrics, what if a, I do say so myself. What a bad bitch. Right? But then this is, like, a scene where Baby starts to see the actual... He, like, pulls... He reverses the car back and he does see... He gets a glimpse of what's actually happening. Yeah, he sees a... He gets a glimpse. He doesn't even take a glimpse. He takes a good hard look yeah. at, like, this guard with, like, blood on the ground. Oh, my word. Right? And he's seeing, like, the actual violence and the... I guess the toll that his actions are taking on the people around him. On, like, just strangers around him. And it's, like... Yeah. I guess he's reflecting and this song and this scene marks sort of a change in Baby himself and just sort of, I guess, is an inciting incident to sort of propel the movie on. So he just witnesses daylight robbery? Basically. But it's not even that he witnesses daylight robbery. He's the getaway so, so driver. He participated. Yeah, he participated in it. What, like, what happens after that? Does he just... 
does the movie continue on? Does he continue being the driver or does he, like, come to the realisation that he doesn't want to do this anymore? He comes to the realisation that he doesn't want to do this for those people anymore. For he those still particular drives. people. He still drives. So he wants to do some A-team shit where, like, you know, no No, one he dies. wants to drive away. So, but he can't do that. Yeah, he can. He can't be a, like, getaway driver for, like, robbers. Cause... Yeah, that's what, that's what the whole movie, that's what, like, the second half of the movie is. It's him trying to drive away from his problem. Well, just go, like, be... Just join the V8 supercars, dude. Just if you want to drive, like, there's other ways that are, like, within the legal boundaries. Yeah, but now he's, like, involved with, like, the underground. He's, oh, my God. He's involved with Kevin Spacey. And Kevin oh, Spacey... Say no more. Kevin Spacey said, hey, Ansel Elgort, you look like a real young, fine piece of ass. How old are you? Over 18? I don't want to hear it. You're 14. Yeah. You want to come take a ride on me and Epstein's jet? <laughs> but, yeah, baby driver. Mm-hmm. You rate it as a film? Like, would you recommend it to people? I absolutely would recommend it to people. It's by Edgar Wright, who was the same guy who did those movies that are... Those movies? That aren't coming featuring to my such, head. Featuring such um, titles as that film and, oh yeah, that one. And featuring such actors as that guy from the other movie and the one that you like. And hey, I know him. <laughs> Favorite. That's my dad's favorite. I don't really know how to wrap this up. Okay, well, let's start off by like if you're here mm-hmm. and you haven't seen the films that were listed today, like you know, for some reason you're still listening, like go watch the films and listen to the songs as they feature and tell us what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us what you think about the songs that we've chosen from the film. So, like, if you watch that movie and you're like, well, actually, my favorite is this film. Yeah. Wait, no, my favorite is this song. Yeah. Like, that's... With Guardians of the Galaxy, it was a toss-up between, like, Come and Get Your Love or um, Hooked on a Feeling by... I mm. uh, can't remember the artist, but... Those guys. Yeah. That that band. Hey, yeah. my dad likes them. Yeah. Or if you watch Mamma Mia, Here It Goes Again, uh, you can't watch it on any streaming services in Australia. Found that out the hard way. Yeah. So if you have a VPN, let us know if you can find it on anywhere else. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to go cry and go and buy a physical DVD like a you nerd. You literally, like, work it. Like, you work it. Redacted. No, I don't. No, sorry. You work at, you work at the bank. Don't dox me. I hate people that work at the bank. I guess that comes to the end of this episode. Come back next episode and we will tell you about our favourite songs from our favourite TV shows or favourite songs from TV soundtracks, which is a little bit more broad, a little bit more harder to pick yeah so this is prompt up kicks i'm chris and that was april and we look forward to being with you next episode i guess if you are enjoying this podcast please let us know it means a lot to us if you're listening to this to the very end um and we will join you guys later on our next episode boom 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 boom